I caught the delicate scent of distant prey and stopped, digging my paws into the earth. Lifting my muzzle to the wind, I inhaled, allowing the distinctive ice and hoof aroma to sink to the back of my throat. Snow deer, in our territory, and on the move. All at once, blood rushed to the sensitive spot just behind my ears. My mouth moistened, and every muscle in my body hungered for the chase. Next to me, Azawan stood as still as I was, only his ears twitching. Then his dark gray head began to sway, pulled between the lure of prey and our task. We can't go after them, I said. We have to get to tall grass. I know that, he replied, panting hard. We'd run most of the way across our territory at full pelt. I'm coming. Neither of us moved. I could just barely restrain myself from following the prey scent, but I couldn't bring myself to move away from it. Neither could Azuan. The small cluster of pine trees in which we stood blocked out the early morning sun, allowing thick drops of moisture to form on Azuan's fur. His entire body now strained toward the prey. As a fresh gust of deer scent washed over us, I closed my eyes. A painful yank on the fur of my chest made me yelp. I glared down to see dark eyes peering at me out of a gleaming black-feathered head and a sharp beak poised to jab at my paw. I stepped back. Tlitu raised his wings as if to take flight, then strode forward to stand under my chin, staying within stabbing distance. His winter plumage made him seem much larger than a not-yet-year-old raven should, and his tail and back were speckled with the snow he'd been rolling in. He stared a beady challenge at me, and then at Aswan, who jumped aside to get out of beak range and buried his nose in the snow, trying to freeze away the deer scent. When Tlitu saw that he had our attention, he corked softly. The grim wolves are exactly fourteen minutes behind you, wolflets, and their legs are much longer than yours. They will catch up. My throat tightened. I'd thought we had more time. The great wolves had ruled the wide valley for as long as any wolf could remember, and all wolves were required to obey them. An angry howl made all three of us cringe. Stop! The command in the great wolf Frandra's voice was clear. And wait for us. Stay at the pine grove. We will come for you. How do they know where we are? I demanded. Their noses can't be all that good. We'd heard rumors that the great wolves could read the minds of other wolves. Azawan claimed the great wolves made up those stories themselves. They smell us and they smell pine, he said firmly. And they're guessing. It doesn't matter, wolves, Tlitu rasped. The longer you blather, the closer they get. I took a deep breath, calming myself. The great wolves would catch up with us in the end, and when they did, they would be angry. But I was determined to make it to the tall grass plain before they found us, no matter what the consequence. For on the morning wind there rode another scent, one even more potent than that of the snow deer. A scent of sweat and flesh, of smoke and pine, of meat cooked over fire. The scent of the humans who shared our hunt. The ground beneath our paws was softening with the beginnings of the thaw, and the breeze that ruffled our fur sang of winter's weakening. For three nights, 
The ice moon had narrowed to the smallest of crescents and then faded to darkness. And with the waning of the ice moon, the wolves and humans of the wide valley could be together once again. It had been three moons since we'd last seen our humans, on a cool autumn morning when the humans and wolves of the wide valley had nearly gone to war. If we had done so, every wolf and human in the valley would have been killed by order of the great wolves. I had stopped that war with the help of my packmates, and in doing so had convinced the leader of the great wolves to spare us. In exchange, I had made a promise, that for one year I would ensure that the wolves and humans of the Wide Valley did not fight. If I succeeded, the Wide Valley wolves and humans would live. If I failed, the great wolves would kill us all. The next night, a heavy snowstorm howled into the Wide Valley, warning us that the hungry days of winter neared. Wolves and humans, along with every other creature in the valley, would have to struggle to survive the harsh winter, and so the great wolves gave us three moons to prepare, before we took on the task of keeping peace between human and wolf, as long as we stayed away from the humans during that time. Today was the day our task was to begin, but two nights ago the great wolves had ordered us to come to them as soon as the ice moon waned. Instead, awoken by Tlitu's warning, we'd fled. I met Azawan's eyes and filled my throat with the cool morning air. The great wolves had lied to us too many times. With one last look in the direction of the snow deer, I leapt over Tlitu's snowy back and sprinted toward the tall grass plain, folding my ears against the wrathful howls of the great wolves.